Hello, you wonderful people out there. You know what time it is? It's time for another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, the weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I am your ground control for this mission, Andrew. With me are Major Tom, Keith. Hello. And the monkey that would just shoot up randomly into space, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, we're going over Liz's pick, which was Astroneer. Liz, why don't you tell everyone, why did you pick this game? I forgot I was the one that picked it. <laughs> see, I was curious. I, I wanted to put you on the spot because I wanted to see if you're going to be truthful about this. So you picked it because you didn't know what to pick. So I was like, you know what? Pick Astroneer. It got it has building things in and it. And I saw you playing it. And, you know, it's, it's a really pretty game. Lots of colors. And I was like, That's a big it looks video. interesting. What's up, Keith? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, pretty much I didn't know what to pick this, this week. So I was like, hey. And I like one. builder games. Yeah. So. You have, you, have a, you have a record of them. Yeah. So Astroneer is made by a, a small studio. As far as I can see, this is probably their, their only big major game they've done. But it's from System Era Softworks. And I know this game originally came out as like an early access game. Because that was actually the first time I played this game. But this game is a third person survival sandbox game in space. As you probably couldn't figure out by its name. Or the amazing intro. That was done by me. But, uh, yeah, so this this game originally came out in early access, and it's been in early access for, I don't know, like six months. But it just recently hit its 1.0 patch and became a full release game just a couple months ago. And when I saw that, I was like, I have a feeling that game's going to be on Game Pass someday. Sure enough, it was. I was glad it did. But, Liz, why don't you tell everyone, was this a gamer pass for you? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't, I, um, I'm going to say... A game for now because right for now, now um, you might change it later in the episode uh, no oh, i'm more thinking like the more i play it maybe it would be a game but right now I'm, I'm i'm getting used to it i'm understanding it more i hated it at first and i'm slowly liking it more and more so i'm gonna give it a tentative game well for me it's a game for me because apparently i I just give games to everything <laughs> you do <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love video games. Sue me. What about you, Keith? Eh, it's a pass for me. Oof. Well, I feel like you're the most. You just hate games well, that you don't pick. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I feel like I, I kind of do you in the same way, where I just kind of give things. Phrase <laughs> <laughs> <Freezing>, Keith. <laughs> Not safe for work, guys. I'm sorry, but it, in a sense, I give everything games. And then I'll try and stipulate why I don't like it. So I'm I'm turning in a new leaf. I'm just saying I don't. It's not a game for me, so it's a pass. But it's not a bad game. So I mean, I kind of understand where you're coming from. I, I I guess I'm giving you a hard time, Keith. But I understand why you may give it a pass. So, as we normally start with every episode, what did you guys think of the game story? There wasn't one. Oh, how dare you! Yeah, I feel like with this game, not only did it seem like there wasn't really a story, but I had no idea what the heck I was doing. If you were there with me for the tutorial, like I was, I was getting real frustrated with it. And then I, I feel like you were explaining things to me, like what needs to be done, why you're doing it, things like that. But if I just like went into the game by myself, I probably wouldn't have played it. I was like, I don't get the point. I don't get what I'm doing. It just like it just didn't make sense to me. See, 
I think there's a story. You just had to use your imagination. <laughs> I feel like with most indie games, like, they just kind of like, oh, you can leave the story up for interpretation. But for me, I saw this game more as like a Truman show and that you're just a constant clone that keeps being like recreated and sent off to these planets to basically amuse people. Because as you're exploring these planets, you're seeing remnants of previous astroneers, but you never meet anyone alive. You find their backpacks, which normally appears when someone dies. You find their research tools, you find some of their equipment, but you never find an astroneer. And anytime you die, you find your backpack, but you get spawned as a new person. And with the most recent patch, they came up with a Wanderer's update, which added some new items, but they added a thing that you could look for, which are these satellites. And you put a little thing on it, and it like opens a little portal. But at the very end, a little dude's in the portal, and he takes a picture of you. And I feel like that's a people trying to rescue out of the simulation, because everyone knows, because like, he even takes a picture of you. And then the portal closes, and then you never hear from them again. So for me, it's like, I feel like this is a Truman show. When does that happen? It's when you activate all the satellites. Oh. Yeah, there's a satellite in each planet that you're supposed to locate. This is from their newest update. which So that's my first really big pro with this game. So this game just recently, well, not just recently, but it's been out of early access for a couple months. But this game is clearly being actively developed. And I always love that in a game. Like, if you, it's nice to have a game that you really love, and it's like, oh, if I just keep playing it, within a couple months or so, like, there'll be a bunch of new content. Like, how Sea of Thieves does it. Like, Sea of Thieves keeps coming up with new updates, and I feel like this game is very similar to it. Well, I don't understand. You said earlier that it came out in February, around then, right? I don't know. Did I say that? I feel like it's been out I for... I believe you did. But Probably. It's, it's, it's been, been something like that. It's been out for a while. But yeah. my concern with this game is that like looking at Metacritic earlier, they were having the same bug issues in February and they were never fixed. Like what? I didn't get any bugs. Everyone was complaining about um, the something rate, like the... Frame rate? Frame rate and things like that. Everyone was saying that co-op is completely oh. unplayable because you just freeze all the time every time you get out of a tractor, um, even when you're not doing something like that. So for me, it's like if people were having these issues early on... And they were never fixed. I just so, don't understand why it's been out for so long and they're not fixing it. So I can I give this game a little bit of leeway with that because it is done by a small indie studio. And they're actively working on it. But yes, I do agree that like, so we played the co-op a good amount. Sometimes there's just two players, sometimes there's all three of us. And it would work well. But after a while, if you start to get far from each other, like the game gets really slow. Yeah, and the frame rate drops. And it just at some points it even crashes and i think the big issue with that is because keith is i remember you were the one actually noticed this keith it's whoever is hosting the game is the one that really suffers and it's because their xbox is trying to run the game itself and try to help run the other people's games so i know that they're coming out with servers because there's a tab saying servers coming soon which i know that would fix the issue but more than likely, you might have to rent a server because most games like Ark Survival Evolved, you can have a dedicated server, but you have to pay for it. But I mean, that's what fixes it. If it's run, if a server is paid and run by the company, then they're, it would get rid of the lag issue. But yes, I, I do agree at the moment. Like that is a little rough. Because like when I played with you, I was always one hosting because you wanted me to start from the beginning and you know like yeah learn and i want you to be myself. lost in my game exactly so i was the one hosting and i was the one every like 10 15 seconds i would like 
skip a little bit or something. Yeah. And it was really, really frustrating. And then when Keith hosted, he was having the same issues too. So that's when we figured out it's whoever the host is suffers the most. So first of all, I feel like we kind of go went on a really weird area there. Oh yeah, I don't. As I we didn't, do, I didn't really follow any of where we were. Like I know oh, everything well, that we were. Welcome ta- to the podcast, Keith. No, so no, today I, we're reviewing Astroneer. Yeah, I no, I understood all of the <laughs> words you were saying. I'm just not following the train. Like it doesn't. It, it was really all out of sorts. So tell us, Keith, what is the gameplay? <laughs> now that you're putting me on the awkward spot, I best would describe it as somewhat of like a Minecraft type of game. In space. In space. But uh, as you said, it is a bit survivalist because so it sets you up on on a planet, just a generic random planet, and you have a very limited set of tools to go about and start collecting resources to build more things that help you collect bigger and better resources to build bigger and better things and survive along the way. Um, You basically have to always be connected to oxygen. So that's where the real survival would come in, I would say. But yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, it's kind of like a Minecraft-ish game. Just collect, build, collect, build. And unlike, say, a Moonlighter or My Time at Porsche, you're not limited to energy or a graveyard keeper you just keep trucking along unless you die wonderfully done couldn't explain it better myself keith no but you're 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 very right uh what so kind of what you're saying keith this is one of my complaints of this game i felt the building of this game was a little lackluster it was very much like you're just you're just building prefabricated things so unlike minecraft which minecraft is essentially like legos the game so you can create anything you want as long as like anything your imagination could think of. But in this game, that's not the case. It's just, here's a designated building for this thing. Here is this printer. Here is this research thing. Like they're just already designed structures. So you couldn't essentially create like this elaborate base or a castle in space, basically. So that was kind of like my first complaint. I felt like the building is just, it, it lacks creativity. Because you do the the bare minimum for the planet that you're on because you have to go to another planet and then to get other resources to build new things. And obviously you're not going to go back to the original planet. Well, you're supposed to. You're supposed to go back to the original planet, gather the resources that you need, and like go to another planet. There's supposed to be a lot of But you're supposed to go game. back? Yeah. Oh. But you're not... I feel like I wouldn't want to build the same thing on every single planet. And that's something that I feel like... It would get a little tedious. Like, every time you go somewhere, you're like, okay, I need to do the research center and then build the printers. And it's just... And also, didn't you say that Keith had a very unlucky beginning of his game? Because when I first started the game, I had a lot of resources right next to me. So is it like just like a hit and a miss? Like, yeah. Anytime you start a new game, the planets are completely procedurally generated. Like, they're just brand new planets. And I don't know if you want to describe to Keith, but you basically were put on the edge of the world in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so I get dropped off, and basically everywhere around me, there's just kind of ledges, which you can jump across, but sometimes make, sometimes not make. I ran basically, so you, you run around the game, you have an oxygen tank, like I mentioned, and you could get about halfway or three quarters of the way through your tank before you could find any resources to generate more oxygen. So at best you had about five deaths to, to try and get everything 
back to where it was. But I put in a good two hours just running around looking for things and couldn't find it. So it wasn't a lot of fun. And I there was a thought in the back of my head that I could just restart. But I, I kind of just refused at that point. I wanted to believe that I could figure it out. And I couldn't. And it just made me feel a lot better when you joined and just went, wow, this area sucks. Yeah, I remember you were like describing to me, you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what to do? Like, they kind of showed you the tutorial, which that's a whole other topic we should get on. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, you're supposed to be finding compound. And then I joined your server and I'm like, where are you? Like, you were in the middle of nowhere. You were in a mountain. So, like, the mountain is obviously rock and your vacuum gun is a hard time sucking it up. So even then, like, just digging a hole where you were was just awful. It's like, wow, Keith, you literally have the worst starting area I've ever seen. So, yeah, I just eventually convinced you to start over because I was with you. I was trying to run as far as I could from your base, and I just couldn't find any resources. It's like, this is the unluckiest start I've ever seen. Well, Liz, on the other hand, when we played her game, she was, like, surrounded by a bunch of turbines to give her energy. She was getting, like, all these amazing resources. There was a rare resource, like, literally right by her base. It's like, okay, this is the easiest one. The only downside of the place that I landed is that there were a lot of random holes and I like felt it through them all the time. And then you Andrew always find would, holes in games and fall. And then Andrew would have to always. come rescue me because you, you have to like build a ramp and stuff to get up. When, when you right first start the game, you don't know that. And you're just like, I'm losing oxygen. I'm going to die. And then you have to go back and get your stuff. So and it was even worse when you, cause you can build um, a tractor and drive around, which makes it a lot easier but if you get your tractor stuck, that really stinks. Especially because I'm just so bad at driving in any game. <laughs> but before I forget, the topic I do want to talk with you guys, because for me, I don't remember having too much of an issue, but you guys really struggled with the tutorial. And I, I will agree, like watching you guys, the tutorial really does not do a good job explaining what to do. And both of you guys were ready to quit the game with that tutorial. Well, so here's my thing. I'm going to say I had two beers the first time I tried the tutorial. And that's oh, how, what a lush. And that's how many we're going to call it. Um, let's just... But I did not have a fun time. I, it, it was kind of explaining a lot of the aspects I could have figured out myself in the game, I guess. Like how to collect resources and things. Like, I don't know. Most games, if you just give me the, the tools, I can usually figure it out. But... The the way that the markers are designed in this game of, like, go here and do this are kind of hard to see because it's built on a planet. So, yeah. sorry, everyone out there. I, I apologize, I guess, if we have some flat earthers. Um, but, yeah, there's a curvature. And so sometimes if you're too far back, you can't quite see the marker is what I'm getting at. And that happened yeah, to me which a lot. I think... Which I think is a weird design, because I don't know if you guys noticed, but there is a compass available. If you put your reticle actually over your character, there's a compass that appears at his feet. But, it's yeah, it's hidden, and it's it doesn't show anything. It, like, obviously it shows northeast, southwest. But, yeah, there's no, like, hey, you have a beacon in this direction. Like, there's no way to, like, actually guide you. So... I remember, too, like, a big issue is, like, if you get a tractor, as Liz is saying, you end up kind of exploring the world, and you lose your base. And it's impossible, like, it's almost impossible to find your base again. Like, one game I took, like, it took me four hours to find my base. It was, like, frustrating. You know what's kind of funny, though? I I was playing earlier today, 
And I decided to just truck out on foot. And when I say truck out on foot, I had already lost the last couple tractors and resources that I had available for it. So I went out <laughs> running and I wandered for a long, long time and somehow just wound up back at the base. And I have no idea how. I mean, I guess obviously I took a loop somehow or something, but. Yeah, at some point you go around the planet. Yeah, I don't even think I did that. I, I think I turned somewhere and I did just a really big U probably. So I do, that's one complaint I have about the gameplay is I kind of just wish there was a way to have a larger view of the map while you're on it. If that makes yeah, sense. like a zoom out of the planet that mm-hmm. you can like rotate. Yeah. yeah that would be a nice even feature. if it was something you had to build for, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe you can, but if it was even something, yeah, you had to build like a, a satellite that went around the planet or something like that so you could zoom out and see it. Like I think that would be a cool feature. I would love auto tethers because for me, I don't like trying to gauge like how far to plant the next one. And I wasn't really good at doing that. So for me, it's just like, if I'm walking, I just like, it'd be nice if it just automatically tethered. And then if you don't like where it's placed, you can take it off and like put it back in your backpack. But I feel like that would have like saved a lot of time. Well, you know what the issue is? And I don't, there's maybe there's again, a way to fix this in the controls, but the default controller is you move with the left stick and then you have to hit down on the d-pad to drop the tethers you can't do that easily with one thumb so you kind of have to move your like your hand your right hand over is what i had to do i guess so yeah it's, i agree oh man that's so difficult well no but it's not intuitive and it doesn't make sense for the game and so what i'm saying is i agree with liz either a feature that auto drops them or probably if I just looked at the controls, there might have been a way to change it. But I don't think there's a lot of controls in this game, to be honest, aside from, like, volume and sound effects and things like that. I remember watching you, Liz, like, when you first were dealing with the tethers, because, like, starting off the tutorials when you are supposed to set up tethers, and you were just, like, struggling really bad with that. I'd accidentally place them, and I'd be like, how do I put them back in my backpack? And I felt like I would always want to hit the right trigger when I was supposed to hit Y and Y when I was supposed to hit right trigger. And for me, like, we, we played for, like, a while, and I feel like I never really fully got it. I, I always made mistakes. Even if I went 20 minutes without making one, I would make one again. But did you say that the PC was better to play this on? Because you're... I have to mention the loading screen at the beginning. You guys need to make a snack or something while you're waiting for that, because it is, it is long. It is ridiculously long. It is. But once again, like as bad as it is, I at least praise that there's not a lot of loading screens. But that's why I'm, I'm warning people that yes. like use it as an opportunity to get a little snack or something. Yeah. If you're like, hey, I want to play this game, uh, but I also need to go to the bathroom. Well, let me start up the game and then go to the bathroom. Exactly. Because it'll take some time. But I, I much prefer one very long load over a bunch of tiny little loads. I would agree. Yeah. Because that's what I think is really impressive with this game. Yeah, as Liz said, there's a very long load just to get to the main menu. But then when you load your save game, the, the load for your save game is only like 10 seconds. It's pretty quick. It's just the main loading just to get in the main menus is the longest. So I, it's if you just plan accordingly, it's not bad at all. But yeah, as you're saying, Liz, this game, I you could definitely feel... It was mostly meant for PC, and it's just been ported over to the console. So I was playing both this game on both PC and console, because it is on Game Pass on PC as well. 
and it is much better on the PC because this game really requires a lot of like fine clicking. It's like the best way I can describe it. You got to hold on the console. You got to hold left trigger to actually bring up a reticle, and then you can move the reticle to select something. But obviously, with the PC, you just have a mouse, and it's easy to click and move it. But yeah, on the console, you got to go through like these extra steps. And as I've noticed with both you and Keith, you end up just grabbing random things. Like you'll end up disconnecting your tether line, or you'll end yeah. up picking up this the uh, smelter and throwing it across the world. Doesn't sound like so, me. Of course, because you're uh, you're pro gamer, right? Pro gamer. <laughs> but but yeah, playing on the PC, obviously with the mouse, it's just easier just to be able to click and move things around. And of course, the load time is drastically less on the PC as well. Now, we never tested out if I was the host on the PC, if that would fix the frame rate issues. Because obviously my PC is a little more powerful than the Xbox, so it can handle a little bit more. But if it does, I feel like it wouldn't be too much of a drastic change. Because I don't know. Because I feel like, I don't know. I, 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 mean, I, don't I was know, getting right. real sassy when I was the one hosting. Yeah, like, which you have the weakest hitting, console. You have an S. And yeah. you and Keith have an X. I just keep hitting the button hoping that I would move. And you're like, Liz, calm down. It's just because I entered the tractor. I was like, but I was in the middle of something. Well, so there was that. But what Andrew had mentioned is it's later in the game. And I think what's interesting is so... Andrew and I had played Ark a while back, and Ark does this interesting thing where if you get too far apart from the host, you start getting dragged along because it doesn't... Yeah, you hit like an invisible wall. Yeah, so it, it actually just won't render more of the game. One of the things that's, I think, impressive about this game becomes one of its downfalls is the game is still trying to render the further and further you part get apart, and it's not gonna prevent you from it so as a result it just starts to overwork itself to the point where i think like you said liz's xbox might be the worst culprit and yeah who knows maybe it's best on yours but i bet we could still break it if we tried because i could get lost pretty easily yeah and i will say one thing that i think is pretty impressive with this game if they can end up finding a better way to fix it the frame rate issue but at one point we were on separate planets and the game was still rendering both the planets it was still producing flora. It was still producing minerals. And we were, like, half across the galaxy from each other. Because, like, we were experimenting. Like, oh, if Liz travels, does it just bring us along with us? Does it bring us with the host? And it did not. So even though Liz went to another planet, me and Keith are scrambling, trying to build another rocket so we can come join her. And, yeah, we ended up just kind of playing on separate planets. And it, it worked fine sometimes. But then, yeah, as the game went on, it, it just got slower and slower. Well, for Liz, I didn't think it was too bad on my my console. No, it was working fine for me up until the point that it crashed Liz's Xbox. But it was working fine for me up to that point. So, looping back to the first irrelevant point that Andrew jumped into in his made-up story, this game has no story. It's just... The story's not made up. Shush. It's confirmed. I'm speaking now. This is my turn. (laughs) So... There's just no story. And this is one of the things that it's not a bad thing about the game. It's just this is why I didn't like it is it's it is a completely free roam game. So if that's something you want to do, it's it's very kind of creative. I know it's not Minecraft creative because it's not Lego building blocks, but you could just do whatever you want. Um, yeah, I guess ultimately sure travel through the galaxy, try to get to the other planets. But you can just hang out on one planet for a long, long time and you'll keep finding things to do and build just keep building mini bases along the way if that's what you're into 
but it's not for me. That's not like that's not my thing. I need objectives. I need missions and goals. And I understand where you're coming from too, because I am a bit the same way. I I enjoy the sandbox aspect of it. Like it's same with like Minecraft. I have a lot of fun with it, but then after a while, it's like, well, what am I doing? Like I built my castle. Now what? I know Minecraft. Like there's now like an end game where you're fighting like the Elder Dragon and stuff like that. But it, it's still just like it's not so obvious as to what you're doing. And it's like the same with this game. So when they came up with like the 1.0 update, they added like these alien structures and at the center of like each planet is like a main one and you're supposed to activate them. So like that's supposed to be the overall mission as to what happens when you do it. And I'm not sure. But then as I mentioned before too, with this last update, the Wanderers update, they added these satellites. Each There's one on each planet. You're supposed to go and try to activate and it starts to open a portal. So I feel like the company is trying to allude to an overall story like i said my theory is that it's a very truman show people are watching you for their entertainment but we'll see but i i do i do see where you're coming from keith because i am a bit the same way too where i like to have a direction and i guess that's why i enjoyed the graveyard keeper because it had building aspect to it but overall your main objective was to get home to your wife which i liked yeah i agree do you guys wish that there were enemies too because i'm thinking minecraft and how you know like the monsters would come out at night do you wish that there was something like that in here no so like this is what i think is kind of weird with this game because like when i first was playing like when liz was first watching me play this game i'm like oh it's kind of like minecraft but harder and i'm like well is it harder because in minecraft every night things are coming out and hunting you and killing you but in this one you really have to worry about your power and your oxygen so it's like and also in this game, there's flora that can attack you and kill you. But there's not too many, and I think they're pretty easy to dodge. But yeah, the game can be a little frustrating, and I think a little hard. So overall, I think it's a little bit of a harder Minecraft. Because at least Minecraft, you can turn off the monsters. But you can't turn off the plants in this one. But I like the look and feel of this game more than Minecraft. Because, I mean, obviously, like, Minecraft, I mean, it's a certain look. Like, the pixelization and stuff. I feel like this is, like, a step above where it's still like that, but I just like the look and feel of it more. I'm with Andrew. I don't think I want to, and I think especially because I'm playing it on console and the controls are a little bit wonky there, I don't think I want to be fighting anything at this point. But I could see him adding it. I don't know. You have your little terrain tool. I just think it's fine the way it is, to be honest. I just think it's missing something. Maybe not so much monsters or something like that, but I just wish that there was something more to do. Because I do feel like building the same things does get a little repetitive. See, yeah, like, I, I think it would be nice if maybe eventually they came up with some sort of update. Because the way I also kind of saw this game, there's another kind of space game that I always wanted to play. And I, once again, I feel like it might be a game that comes in Game Pass. But that's uh, No Man's Sky. And the one thing I wish this game had that No Man's Sky has is actual spaceships. So you basically can build a rocket, but the rocket is essentially just a way to transport yourself to another planet. I would like, yeah, if maybe you could build certain spaceships and possibly fight monsters in space. But as far as like right now on the planet, I, I agree with Keith with consoles. The controls themselves are kind of finicky and I feel like it would be just too nerve wracking to be down in a cave then all of a sudden some monster just eats you and you have to travel all the way back down there 
That's true. I also just realized that I'm surprised that I picked this game because I feel like Well, you didn't. Space... I picked it for you. <laughs> true, but I agreed to it. Because <laughs> I feel like space games, especially the ones that we've gone over in the past, I feel like they're so hit and miss. Oh, I feel like they're mostly hit. I love space games. You do? I'm more of a sci-fi person than anything. I will say I do like that I didn't have to like navigate through space at all because once you build a shuttle and you fly you just like you pick a planet you don't have to like navigate it or anything but i hate like the gravity part of space at least in this like the jumping was like slower and stuff but you didn't really have to like fumble around the skies in a spacesuit you know so i guess it's a little bit better yeah because you hated that in prey right yeah when you went out yeah hated that <laughs> i wasn't big on that motion but it wasn't that bad so since we all played a good amount of this what did you guys did you guys like playing co-op at all or do you think the game itself was a little bit better with single player well i mean if you get rid of the the frame rate issues because that really did frustrate me if if the game ran the way that it should i definitely think i would prefer co-op i did like it by myself but at the beginning and while i was learning things it definitely helped me having you there but i feel like at this point i could play by myself and try to figure things out myself for the rest of the game but it's still it's still fun because i mean like if if i'm in a section that doesn't have compound and you're surrounded by it, it's like oh send some of that over you know i don't know i i like co-op better yeah i i agree with liz like it actually really helped me kind of figure it out and from there once you get the building blocks of the game it's it's a very flat learning curve like you kind of just have to get it and then you get it. I don't, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of no, I agree with that getting statement. good at this game, per se. So, no. yeah, you kind of figure it out and you figure it out, and that's cool. But I honestly do think, it, like Liz said, as long as you're not running into any frame rate issues or kind of breaking the game or anything, this game is awesome if you play with friends because you spread out and you just kind of build around the planet because... Yeah, you can just start to like set up little mini camps and all that kind of fun stuff. So I think it'd be kind of fun to, you know, have have a game that you play exclusively with a group of friends and you all sign on and play together. Like it would be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know. See, I actually disagree with you guys. I actually think this game's better single player. Like I always enjoy having a co-op option to it, but for this game, I see little to no benefit of the co-op. Since there's no creativity element to this game, I didn't see much purpose of the co-op besides, hey, you go do the busy work and gather all the resources. I'm going to stay at the base and just basically manage the base. Yeah, but you were doing that because we were bad and we didn't know what we were doing. If you have a group of people... Yeah, so it's good for learning and teaching people. Exactly. So if you have a group of people who know what they're doing, everyone can be doing their own busy work of collecting and building. It's just... But it would be, hey... You go work on doing the research stuff. You go work on doing the the harvesting stuff. But you're all still building buildings just separately. But see, but this is kind of what I mean. Like, that's a very kind of small slice of like, oh, so like, oh, you, you do the research things. It's not like there's a lot to do with the research things. You gather an object, you put it in the research station, you stare at it. That's all you do. The person gathering resources, he goes in a hole, gathers it, brings it back. Goes in a hole, gathers it, brings it back. person who's building a base... Clicks on print and just stares at it as it prints. Oh, that's done. Sets it up. Now you're like, wait. Like, they're just like, there's too much small aspects to the game 
to warrant a co-op, in my opinion. Like, if there was more creative mode to it, I'd agree with that. Like, with Minecraft, when I played co-op with people, we would do competing castles. Like, oh, let me design this castle and, like, try to compare with yours. I tried doing this with Liz in Astroneer. I was like, oh, Liz, you build your base, I build mine. And after, like, two hours, our bases looked pretty much the same because, like, what can you do? You just build these prefabricated structures and so like i think just the fact that this game lacks kind of a creativity element to it kind of stinks there are some like games you can eventually build and like race around on like hamster balls but like that's still pretty far in the game and once again that's just a small segment and then on another planet you can collect chess pieces but guess what we can play chess on any sort of flash game on the internet like I don't need to like grind multiple hours to be able to build a chessboard so we can play chess on Astroneer. So I like the idea of the co-op. I just don't think there's anything that warrants co-op in this game. See, I love just collecting the resources. So like when we first started playing, you're like, oh, I feel bad. I'm like taking you love repetition. Not but at the same time, there, except for when I was collecting resources, because I love doing that. I could do that for hours. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I could. But besides that, I, it was nice, like, chatting with someone about the game and figuring things out together. And so for me, I think I would have found it boring if it was just me playing for hours and hours by myself. Well, see, that's actually one of the things I think about the game where I think I agree with Andrew because, yes, there's no creativity. So largely yeah, make great points. No, but I agree with Liz. This is just a great relaxing game, and this is why I think it was. It's just fun to just kind of like you said, hang out, talk with your friends. There's no stress to it. You're all just working towards the same goal, ultimately, I guess. But one thing that is really nice about this game, if you play it by yourself, is you can just kind of sit back and listen to the music, which is amazing in this game, actually. You know, I, I fully agree, though. Like, I, I really like the music in this game. It is just unfortunately really quiet. So I think it's very missable. But yeah, there is a good handful of times where like when I just was kind of like looking out on a cliffside, I was like, wow, this music's actually really cool. It does like a nice kind of alien eeriness to some planets. And then like other times it's really kind of upbeat. It's just, it's really relaxing music. I actually really enjoyed the soundtrack. I think I liked it. I don't <laughs> really remember it. I'm so there. For some reason, there's a lot of games that it, I just, like, tune it out. So for me, it's like I didn't love it so much that I remember it. But I, I do remember thinking that, oh, this is this is nice. Like, it doesn't get annoying. Well, Andrew's right. It's very quiet. It The game, I was looking at the overall volume of it because the reason I actually figured out it was any good to begin with is I was thinking about, like, what was the music on this? And so I did a quick Google search of the soundtrack. It's available on SoundCloud, you know, hashtag SoundCloud. But <laughs> look, nice, nice shout out, Keith, look, to SoundCloud. Look at it. No, look up our SoundCloud, guys. We don't have one. <laughs> um, but it's also on Spotify, too. Anywho, it's really good. And so are we. Yeah, we are. Hey, that's a segue. Um, it's, uh, but it's really, really good, I think. Well, I think it's so easy to also overlook the soundtrack because I think this game is filled with a lot of repetitive noises. Because, like, if you're at your base, you're going to hear the constant, like, humming of your research station. You're going to hear the constant ticking of the printer creating something. 
And if you're not at your base, you're hearing the constant sound of your vacuum as you're sucking up resources or you're hearing the sound of the tractor. So there's just like a lot of repetitive noises in this game that end up washing out the soundtrack, which I think is very unfortunate because, yeah, the soundtrack is great. And it's not that the, the, the sound effects were like obnoxiously annoying, but it, they were loud and it was just... Yeah, like when the plants throw you. Yeah. So it's just kind of unfortunate. Like they need to just re- change the volumes on some of the things and it could be a lot better. But yeah, this game is just really kind of relaxing with the soundtrack. And one thing that also kind of impressed me with this game too overall, I think is the graphics. It's simple, but also like the vistas of the worlds are actually pretty impressive. I will say, I think the designs of the characters and the structures remind me a lot of Playmobil. Like the little kid figures. Like the way your character looks and the way the structures are built, it looks like kids' toys. Even when you load up the game and you see like the rover that one of the people is in, it looks like just a kid's playset. So like that's one thing that kind of like throws me off. But overall, I actually enjoyed the graphics of the game. I think they're kind of simple, but I always just love the idea of I can dig up this entire planet and basically delete it if I want, if I want to spend years trying to delete a planet. I and never the resources would, looks really cool, too. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get They're sick very looking at them. I like the characters that you get at the beginning because you can make the character look the way you want it to. And I think they're really adorable. And you can do different... Oh, what, what, what's it called? And you can, like, click your heels together. Emotes. Emotes, yep. <laughs> you can do that. Well, first of all, I'm just... I, I'm glad, Andrew, that you're taking such a bold stand that you would never delete an entire planet. It's a very bold yeah. statement of you. So just, I am I, not pro-genocide. Yeah, no. Or planicide. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyways, just wanted to congratulate you on that on that noble Thank idea. Um, I'm very progressive. I thought the graphics were meh. I, I get what you're saying in terms of the grand whatever you tried to call it. Yeah, you can see mountains. The vistas? And, yeah, vistas. Who? I know, a big I word. I think they tried to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't... At least I remember the word. (laughs) Anywho. I don't think the game was all that majestic. I thought it was really just... I get that they're a small, like, company or a small... hmm. Studio? Yeah. You're good with words today. (laughs) Words is hard. No, I'm glad... I understand that they're a small studio, but there's just nothing that really impressed me about them. That's not going to be the selling point of me. I will say I... Again, I think it's really impressive how far they can render the game and what they can do with it. But I don't think the graphics were all that good. They just were there. The I physics it was cute. Well, I, <laughs> the one thing I was going to say is that I think the physics were really good in terms of the way you could like build structure with or with your terrain tool and I don't know just how you could decompose things. But I don't know. Other than that, it was pretty. Oh, it's colorful. No, Keith, not impressed. Not impressed. Here to hear. But going a little bit with your saying, Liz, I I do really love the character designs of this game, and how you actually unlock other suits. Because I think this is one thing that's really cool about this game. You actually unlock different color palettes and different suits through the achievements, which I think is a really cool aspect. I always like when a game rewards you in game when you get achievements, such as like Sea of Thieves, like. There were some achievements when you got, you would actually get like an in-game title. And this game is very similar to that. When you would do certain achievements, you actually unlock special spacesuits or you actually unlock special color palettes. So I had one achievement where I unlocked the starting planet. So I had this different suit from you guys and it made me 
a lot more unique to you guys because you guys pick the same exact character because you guys are both basic. But oh, you're just so cool. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't pick like the basic one. I mean, you and Keith looked exactly the same, so we have good taste. Great minds think alike. And you're both basic. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, so I like that the achievements in this game they're pretty easy, but a lot of them just take a little bit of time. I mean, granted, it's it's a building game. Any game that requires a lot of building takes time. But I, I thought they were kind of fun to go for. And it was just nice actually having in-game rewards to kind of show off uh, some of the achievements I earned. Well, yeah, so it, the game is good for achievements in the aspect of if you want to just play through it, you'll gather them. But I don't think it's good for achievement hunting, per se. And you can back me up on this, maybe. I don't know. Nah, it's, like, it's true. We we all put a good chunk of the time into this game. You guys definitely played way more than I did, but we all played a real good chunk, and all of our scores were not very good. <laughs> How dare you? My score is always good. Nah, yeah, sure. You have the most of all three of us with 335 points good over job. 23. Yeah, that's not too bad. But you do have 23 achievements. So that's one of those things about this game. Uh, Again, if we're... It makes you feel good. So this is a good one for Liz. Liz, you had 15. You had 195 points with second. I don't remember it popping up ever that I was getting achievements. So this is nice. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) This is a pleasant surprise. (laughs) This is a happy accident. And then me trailing in the back with 150 points and 12 achievements. So Yeah, you got to play a game to get achievements, Keith. Whatever. (laughs) I played some of this game and enjoyed some of it. But see, one thing that is perfect about this game is that it was a perfect example of one of Liz's just graceful fails, I guess, as we're calling them now. Uh, There's no other way to describe it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you were off collecting resources. I'm trying to build things, and, and it was, where's Liz? I'm climbing a mountain, is what we're told. And then about... For no reason. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't really know why. We don't ask questions. We just say, okay. And then all of a sudden it's, hey, I got an achievement, which was, what was it? Hang 10 achievement, I think it was called or something like that. Yeah, sliding for 10 seconds. Yeah, so needless to say, I, I slid for a lot more than 10 seconds. Literally awesome. just been trying to get that achievement. And so thankfully, because her obsession with planting a tether every 2.3 feet, I was able to find my path up to where she was and slide my way down for that achievement. So thank you, Liz. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you were saying you're glad welcome I before help. I even said thank you. Well, um, She's very you know humble. What? I was really good with the tethers. I don't know what you're talking about, but hey, you're welcome. You never missed one. <laughs> so getting into our final thoughts, Liz, why don't you tell everyone what you thought of Astroneer? I thought it was a pretty okay game. It's something that I enjoyed playing it with you guys, but I... Uh, I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't hook me. So you don't think you'd continue? I mean, maybe. I feel like it's if you wanted to play and you're like, "Hey, Liz, do you want to play Astroneer?" I'd be like, "Okay," but I'm I'm not really like gun ho about it. There's a lot of other games I'd prefer to play. So I think that for me, I kind of feel bad because I I do like the game, but just for enjoyability, accessibility, things like that, I would have to give this game a seventy-five. Do you think that's low? The look that you gave me. I was no, like, uh, it's your score. It's whatever you want to give it, babe. So I'm actually right around the same score. I haven't fully decided, and I'm going to talk my way through it because this game isn't for me. 
at least it's just not a game I like. There's not enough direction. I don't like running around and collecting things without a purpose. And especially if I don't feel like I'm being rewarded. The the controls, like Liz said, they're just not very accessible. And even when you remember them, there's still just dumb little things that you're going to do by accident, I felt like. Maybe it's good on PC, I think I'm just going to go with a 70, though, because I think that's more how I feel about it. Because uh, the music is really good. It really, really is good. So there's that. 70 points for music. <laughs> <laughs> All of the points for music. No, I will say, if again, if it didn't have the issues of the further you're from your friends you got, maybe, again, maybe servers will fix this. I actually think it would be kind of cool to, like, you know, everyone spreads out and you create separate bases and race your friends through the galaxy to different planets so you can get through them the fastest um but i just don't have that much time there are that many friends who want to play with me so 70 well, you just don't have friends 70 <laughs> and that's my life andrew can you take this so i mean I, I don't fully disagree with a lot of what you guys are saying i i think this this game is it's fun it is i would think a pretty enjoyable game it's it's relaxing it, it's kind of a nice game that I think you can kind of boot up, just kind of turn your brain off and just kind of do some like simple tasks and progress your base and then sign off and you can just pick up right where you left off. I do think that the co-op, it's nice to have, but I just don't think there's much to it. I do enjoy the music. I do think the gameplay is a little repetitive and I do agree with Keith. I wish there was a little more direction. So I actually think I'm going to agree with Liz on this. I actually give it a 75. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to read it higher. I mean, because I, I was thinking about it, but it's just... I do agree. Like, I don't think there is too much of a package of this game. But that being said, I think this game has a lot of potential. And obviously the studio is still actively developing it. So I'm really excited to see what they come out with in this game in the future. I think I will definitely pick this game up more when they come up with more updates. Because I do have fun with it. I just wish there was a little bit more to it. Yeah, and... um I feel like the scores on Metacritic kind of reflect what we've been saying. And something that they had also mentioned a lot was that it does have potential. Uh, Xbox, uh, 73 and 7.9 for users. And then there were a lot more reviews for PC. Critics, 71. Users, 7.2. But there was a lot of complaints about the, the frame rate issues. That was like the number one. And a lot of them date back to February. So it's something that it's taken a long time to fix and hopefully they fix it soon because I think it really will help the game. I will say there's one that kind of made me chuckle because this guy was like, oh, I, guy or girl, I don't know. But when someone was really upset because they were like, all of a sudden I was launched into the air and I died from um, from height damage. And I don't think you realize that the plants do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I remember that happened to me. I was like, what just happened like there was the red tinge around the screen and all of a sudden I like was just like up in the air and then Andrew explained to me that the new planet that I had picked has plants that attack you so and yeah those numbers are really close to us so I understand where people are coming from with like the frame rate issue but I, I will say at least I'm impressed with this game's kind of lack of bugs I had one where my character randomly died like it it registered that I fell from a great height when I literally just like stepped off a little ledge. But besides that, I was actually impressed at how stable this game is. I feel like you, you don't really get a lot of bugs when you play. Yeah. Maybe it's just like the way that I play. <laughs> Which is wrong. Which I had, <laughs> I fell from really high heights and I feel like I should have died way more than I than I did. 
Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please like, comment, and subscribe. I mean, I know you're thinking, why should I? And it's because you love us and appreciate us. And we appreciate you. So please, help us spread the word. But thank you all so much for uh, taking the time and listening to us. We greatly appreciate it. We would love if you guys joined us on Xbox Live at our club, which is GPGB Pals. Yeah, just send an invite and we'll gladly accept you. And you can see what upcoming games we're playing. You can write us any sort of messages of encouragement. Or you can yell at us. We don't really care. We got thick skin. But please come join us. Uh, I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952, where I also have the same mixer. Uh, I also have a Twitter with the same name, but I really suck at social media. So, it's there. <laughs> if you really want to follow it, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. You do what you want. It's America. Yeah. I'm Keith. Um, if you're not following me already, just go back and listen to an old episode, and you'll find my stuff there. Because if you... Oh, <laughs> real lazy, Keith. Only the real ones know. They're already following me. You know what's up everybody out there so liz it's your turn now <laughs> wow okay it's a real lazy one um wait <laughs> i was just gonna say watch keith get like a ton of followers and he's like whatever you can follow me and i'm like i'm liz the noob gamer tech come on up <laughs> um no but you can follow me on twitter at liz the noob noob ZW. wait Nobody what is follows it follows me so it's fine what is it how do i <laughs> at get liz the noob noob ZW. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for listening, and we uh, hope you join us again next week. Bye, guys. Please save me.